Welcome to the Pro Cheerleading Podcast, hosted by Makiba and Brittany, two former NFL cheerleaders discussing hot topics in the pro cheerleading industry and revealing the truth behind the palms. Welcome to Supersonic. Hey. Okay, we have- welcome in. <laughs> welcome in. Did anybody catch that? Brittany was talking like a greeter at the Gap. <laughs> <laughs> welcome in, you guys. <laughs> but welcome to our episode. Why are we picking Supersonic? Everybody now has caught on, right? Their songs. We tried to give a little bit more info about what each episode will be about. But yeah. Supersonic is, I had to listen to the whole song. And why was I like jamming? It's a really good song. Yeah. You should catch um, Akiba's little solo at the end of London Bridge. <laughs> I'm dropping that little goodie you for know, you. I cannot sing to save my life. I don't even know how I allowed that in the editing process to stay as part of the episode. I think we were loopy. Maybe we were. We stay in, like, studio, quote-unquote, for a long time. Do I have a crazy hair sticking off? No. Oh. Well, I see it now that you mention it, but it okay, wasn't I laid it down. crazy. Just yeah. use a little spit. <laughs> But I will not sing Supersonic, but I encourage everybody to go back and play that song because it's like... It's classic. It's a really yeah, good one. It's a, anyway, I can hear it in my head. I'm like moving my shoulders. Okay. Anyway, Supersonic. We did our NBA episode with Roisha, so mm-hmm. we got the gist of like what it's like to be an NBA dancer. But I haven't seen a lot of posts or any posts really about the NBA teams, like who they've selected to go to the All-Star game. Have you? No, absolutely not. It doesn't seem as blown up as Pro Bowl selection for NFL, NFL is really weird. But yeah, we're going to interview somebody who's been in the NFL and the NBA space. Yes, she was an NBA All-Star dancer, so we are excited to share that interview with you. She's just had her first season in the NFL with the Los Angeles Chargers. I'm still trying not to say San Diego Chargers, but... Um, but we're going to hear all about what it's like to go to the All-Star Game. And she also traveled to China to support the NBA's efforts to expand the sport over there. So we're pretty pumped. Yeah. And we actually really kind cool. of met her before and didn't realize that we, well, we didn't meet her, but we were in the same. Tell the story. It was, it's a good one. Right. So Makiba introduced me to Aisha Francis, which we've talked about a few Several times. Several years ago. No, I'm just kidding. For yeah, record, a long time looks, ago, yeah. actually. Mm-hmm. Like, when was that? 2015 or something? Yeah. But we had to take a class. You got me totally obsessed, and you were like, we're always doing adventures, so you're like, you're coming with me. Yeah. So we fly down to Oakland to take her class. Because she usually teaches out of, like, Los Angeles and New York, and she does this whole heels intensive program. She invented heels and... Pump class. Yeah, so she had this pump camp, and I was like, oh my gosh, the closest place she's coming to us is Oakland. Will you please come? You always say yes to my crazy ideas. It was so fun. We went to the Beast Mode store down there because there wasn't one in Seattle yet, Mm -hmm. and uh, we took her class, and was I being competitive? Maybe. I'm going to have to apologize, but you mm. definitely kind of have to fight for mirror space, and oh, yeah, it was crowded. Were, oh, that was a pretty small were, studio. Aisha makes you, like, completely feel yourself, so it's all about, like, loving and owning your body and being confident. Know, confident and sexy, and so everybody was getting into the zone and just, like, wanting to connect with the mirror. Right. It was like box out. Yeah, post and I'm Ginger Beast, so, right, <laughs> post out, and um, I remember seeing her because I was like, this girl's way too cute. Like, just mm-hmm. this cute little girl, and she just killed it. And I was like, who is this girl? So I definitely noticed her. And then mm-hmm. it turned out it was Patricia, yes. who is one of our former teammates, mm-hmm. Sunrose's cousin. Right. Whoa, what that's a mouthful. What are the odds? She was in the same class. It was crazy. We didn't find out until way later, too. But but now we're about to be best friends. I'm just yeah. kidding. But we're going to interview her very shortly. So, ooh, this is her. Hey. Bye, guys. See you on the other side. Hi, Patricia. Hi, Patricia. How are you? 
good. Thank you. How are you guys? We're good. So we wanted to ask you right off the bat, do you remember us from Aisha Francis? Yes, I do. <laughs> Years ago, like two or three maybe? Yeah, it was a little bit ago. And it was yeah. at a time when it was kind of getting popular, but nowhere as popular as it is now. Are you still taking classes, like heels classes? Yeah. Um, I haven't taken Aisha in a while, but I do take heels classes when I can and when it's like a good teacher that I feel that I can invest my time in. <laughs> right. Because There's so many different types of heels classes, which is so great. And they're so crowded. Like the ones that I follow online, it's like I can't even imagine being in that dance class and being able to see because there's just like a gajillion people in there. Yeah, more intimidating yeah. than an audition. Exactly. I mean, Aisha Francis, we were saying like it was kind of getting competitive because everybody was like feeling themselves and, you know, yeah. wanting to like flirt with the camera. I mean, the mirror. I know I was in my own zone, but like uh, it definitely was like move out of my way. I can't see myself. <laughs> right, right. I actually just took... Um, Isabel Capitule's hip hop class. Uh-huh. Um, that was packed. Oh wow! So, so packed. But it was it was worth it. But it was very packed. <laughs> <laughs> now, so you've also taught classes too, right? Yeah. Um, when I was living at home, I was starting to do like master classes for pro dancers, and then I'm actually teaching this weekend for another master class for a team uh, randomly teach it's not consistent unfortunately no but that's that's like the life of a dancer right I mean you know it's piecing it all together you've had quite a busy year we cannot wait to get just all up into it so we're probably going to jump all over the place but yeah okay (laughs) well first of all where's home for you and like what's your dance background so I'm from the bay area I have been a competitive dancer my entire life the whole story of growing up in a studio, competing nationally and regionally um, in hip-hop, lyrical, tap, like the whole zhuzh. And then once I turned 18, I auditioned for the Warriors dance team. I made it on my first try, which was so incredible. And um, I was with them for five seasons. I was captain for three of those seasons. And then I went to the All-Star Weekend my last season in 2016. So cool. (laughs) And then now I, um, I got signed with MSA agency back in November, 2017, I believe. Yeah. And, um, just been trying to get into the commercial industry out here. And then I just finished my first season with chargers this past year. So cool. Congratulations. I know that on all of the above, goodness gracious. (laughs) Thank you. So, yeah, we were actually just talking about this, too. Um, Pro Bowl for the NFL is, like, a huge deal, and they make the announcement of the girls, like, a super big celebration and everything, and we know it's, like, All-Star is coming up. All-Star Weekend's this weekend, actually. Yeah, but we haven't heard much, so is there not really that much emphasis on the announcement of the selected All-Star cheerleaders? Yeah, so unfortunately with the NBA, they don't make it. That's not really a thing. Okay. Um, Why? Yeah. I don't get I it. Know. It was such a great experience for me. Like, yes, I was definitely tired and dying by the end of the week, but I made lifelong friends, got to experience a different country and, and meet new people. But I just think the NBA doesn't have, they never have it every year. It's I think the last time they had it was back in 2000. 
2017. I know I've looked and just noticed like when I've watched All-Star Weekend that, you know, the day of the game, they tend to have the dancers during like the pregame announcements and stuff like that. But I didn't realize that they didn't consistently do the All-Star cheerleaders. Yeah, so last year, All-Star Weekend was here in L.A., and they just ended up using the Clipper Clipper girls and the Laker girls. And then this year, I think they're just using those dancers from that area. That's crazy. Well, that's oh, kind of disappointing. It, uh, yeah, it's definitely disappointing, especially for my teammates that have, like, been on the team for so long. And I'm sure, like, a majority of the girls would want to do that, um, and it just sucks that it's not a consistent thing every year now i'm just like flustered because it just seems like such a a great way to celebrate not just the guys um that are selected for the all-star teams but just you know something for the for the women as well so it's kind of like why would they shortcut it and make it just be about the host town's cheerleaders or dancers well so then we have to hear about since you did at least go when they were (laughs) doing it right (laughs) but it was like pro bowl where like a girl from each team was selected and like combined okay okay yeah Not even, cool. not even your team, oh. the the NBA as a whole. Um, no, no, no. Like our my teammates. Oh, I, okay. I thought you meant like yeah, so your director would pick out of those three that the team selects. Um, told us that like she sends the three and then the NBA picks. Oh, it literally wow, is that's NBA like picking. That'd be a super cool honor. I think, don't you, yeah. Makiba? You're making a weird face. I'm making, <laughs> I'm making a face because I'm just mad, like that they wouldn't leave it to the director's discretion to select the best representative from their squad. What the you NBA, look like, you like know? it's just kind of we're gonna put together our own squad based on the yeah, top. That's crazy I, to me. That's just what I was told. That oh, gotcha. Selected by the NBA, and maybe it could be NBA meaning in our offices, like the Warriors organization mm. as a whole. But I'm not a hundred percent on that. But to your point, Brittany, it is like a even more of an honor because it's kind of like people who don't even know you're not your teammates or not your director, but just as a whole, they're looking at whatever package they're looking at and mm-hmm. still deciding that you're the best representative. So, dang, Patricia. Super cool. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, no, it's really not that big of a deal. <laughs> but we're hyping it because it does seem like the ultimate honor. So, like, do they make a big deal with announcing? Like, how did you find out that you were selected? Um, I was lucky enough that my coach, my coach definitely spoiled me, and she announced it after we did one of our routines. So I almost kind of got the Pro Bowl experience of getting announced, but I know my former teammate, Casey, she got announced a different way. So I think she kind of switches it up every year that they've had it. Got you. Cool. Yeah. And mm-hmm. do you find out, like, pretty close leading up to it, and then it's just kind of a whirlwind? Yeah, I basically found out probably less, maybe, like, two and a half weeks before. <laughs> and Whoa. what's so funny is that I had a trip to Mexico with my boyfriend at the time, and I ended up having to, like, change my flight from Mexico, fly back home the day that I left for Toronto. My dad picked me up super late at night. We, like, slept in a plaza by the SF airport and he like brought my um all-star bag with him oh my gosh (laughs) yeah and I flew from Toronto straight after but that was that was my fault because I just didn't know about 
<laughs> well, I mean, but it was great. It was, it was definitely a memorable traveling day for me. <laughs> I bet. So, I mean, with the NFL, they kind of give you like a DVD of all the dances that you'll be doing. Was it something similar? Or did you like learn all the choreography on the spot? Or how did they coordinate all the dancers that are selected? Yeah, yeah, you're correct. So they sent us videos to learn before landing in Toronto, just so that we can have a gist of like what it is. And then honestly, right when we landed, we went straight to rehearsal and started cleaning one of the routines. Dang. Yeah, yeah. So it was it went by very quickly. And just a lot of hard work so I mean it seems so glamorous but I mean I think we kind of got a little bit of a glimpse when we were in Orlando there's a lot of hard work behind the scenes to be ready how many days in advance did you get there before the big game I believe maybe like two or three days before it's so funny because I like I feel bad in a way that I don't remember it fully like I remember the (laughs) I remember my week but honestly it felt like one big long day (laughs) because it was like we sleep and then we have some morning for, you know, to be full ready, hair and makeup. <laughs> we got you. <laughs> we speak the same language of <laughs> full glam. Yeah. yeah, ready at, like, in the lobby by 6.30 a.m. So Oh, man. Was, yeah, so I'm, like, I'm, try- I'm honestly even trying to remember when. I just know we had rehearsals, and then we had a lot of promos. They were nice enough to let us be involved with a lot of the game stuff, which was really cool. That is cool. So were the promos more like, you know, pictures with fans or were they performances at the promos too? Um, They were more in-game performances and we got to participate and do the intros for the celebrity game. Which I'm sure was way better than the NFL's Pro Bowl celebrity game, just side note. But oh my God, it was so poorly organized. It was just like Disney kids and like the only celebrity there in my eyes was Snoop Dogg. He was one of the coaches. It was just kind of a shameless plug for all things Disney. And I was was like, where are the real celebrities? But anyway, all-star celebrity game is always hilarious. And Chris Brown's always there, right? I feel like him and Justin (laughs) Bieber. (laughs) Do you remember some of the celebrities that were there your year? Drake, I ended up, I think, came. Uh, Kevin Hart was there, I believe. Yeah, Kevin Hart, uh, yeah, he was hilarious. Because <laughs> he's like 5'2". He's so small. Yeah. <laughs> Those are like the pretty big names. And just even being around players, I'm like, whoa, this is intense. Seriously. Yeah, that's super cool. Such So much star power, like, blocked into one week, and that's why I guess... I've always had this glamorous idea of the NBA All-Star Dancers because the whole scene, like the way that they put together the show for it, it's like dark and it's like a rock concert. Not rock, Mm -hmm. probably like a hip-hop concert, frankly, but they have so many performances by artists and stuff too. Did you guys get incorporated into that stuff too? or? Yeah, I got to perform with... Okay, what is their name? Hold on, now I have to look it up. They sang the Shut Up and Dance With Me. Oh, oh, we should know because that's one of our episode names, but we totally know the song. Wow, that's going to bother me. No, hold please. Oh, yeah. Oh, Walk, Walk the, the moon. moon. Weird. Walk the Moon. I'm like, something for, with the moon. They're one hit wonder. I was about to say, what other songs have they done? I've never even heard of that. Interesting. So, um, yeah. you just finished up your first year in the NFL. That's super exciting, too. You so. did. I was really pulling for you guys. I just yeah. felt like you guys were never getting enough credit for yeah. how well you guys were doing. And Welcome to the Seahawks, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, hey, I root for you guys, too, just because the sun rose. So. Yeah, right. for sure. That's awesome. So how did you, did you have a vote for who you guys sent to Pro Bowl? Because each team seems yeah. to do that differently, too. Yeah, my director, or my coach, Lisa, she basically gave us... I don't want to say a worksheet, but 
it was like a piece of paper that was like two pages long and it kind of asked you know what are the qualities that a provable cheerleader should have so it was something on the lines of who you know connects with our community and gives to our community and then there was like three lines that we got to put our teammates name on them yeah so after we did that we filled out the worksheet and then Three of them were selected, and then they got announced at our second-to-last home game, I believe. It's Jada, right? Is that her name? That's what I was trying to look up. She's so sweet. Just an amazing representation of our team. Because it's such a, it's like maybe twice as big as, uh, you know, an NBA team. I don't know how big the the Warriors squad was, but how would you describe like the difference in bonding with a NFL team of 30 some odd women and and a much tighter knit group on like NBA. Wait, yeah. Did you notice a difference? Oh yeah, for sure. I think. Well, so my team only has 28 girls. Oh, so oh. you're smaller. It is pretty small. Yeah. So there's only seven of us in a line. So I feel like I would definitely have a different, an even more different experience if it was like 40 plus. But I even then, I you have to just put in a little more effort to make sure that you talk to everybody and connect with them personally because. I mean, I'm sure you guys know you got to spend a lot of time with your line, mm-hmm. you know. And then I became really close with the people that I set up my locker next to. In the locker yeah, room? Same. Yeah, your locker mates are definitely, you spend a lot of a lot of time together and just bonding for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's definitely, sometimes it, when I first started, I was like, I got to remember all these names because I don't want to blank and I want to make sure that I know everyone's name. But it's definitely a lot harder when you have to know 27 <laughs> So true. Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm big on nicknames, so like that was my way of kind of remembering everybody at orientation. I'm like, okay, she's I don't know, I can't think of any at the top of my head, but it helps to kind of like just to keep them yeah. straight for a while, especially when you're doing promos yeah. together and you're like, who is this? You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you think you're gonna audition for the NFL again or go back to NBA? Do you have a preference? I I loved both, and not to seem like I'm lying, but I really loved both of my experiences on the on both of my teams I I don't know if I'm gonna go back yet um I feel like I got everything that I wanted to out of doing chargers mm-hmm. cool like the one hit wonder for me I feel like I met my like my teammates were amazing my experience was great I got to experience kind of well we didn't get to go to the playoffs but physically but at least we might meet up the team went that's right and we got to travel to London which was such an amazing experience oh my god so, okay you can't pause there yeah, you need to tell us all about London <laughs> we just did an episode about uh cheerleading in London just because like NFL UK and there were two different groups that we came across that do a lot of appearances and performances as cheerleaders in London which is relatively new so we want to hear all things London yeah, yeah. did they send just a select group no well so eight of them eight of my teammates went early so they went for basically from like Monday till when we left, and then I got to go. We landed in London like Friday, and we left Monday. Oh, oh. wow! Short oh, trip. Short. Damn it. Uh, yeah, but all of us got to go eventually. But eight of them went early. That's super cool. So did you yeah. get time to sightsee and stuff, or what did you guys do while you were? Was it another whirlwind <laughs> trip where it's like <laughs> all one day because you're just all over yeah, the place? Monday, I woke up at 
5 a.m. to go explore by like 6. Nice. Oh my gosh. That's cool. Yeah. And our, it was at 3, so we had to be back to the hotel by like 12, 1 ish. That sounds like something I would yeah. have done. I mean, you know, you only you live once. You just kind of bit. like, and London's so, it's a huge city. I think I ended up doing like a, one of those red cheesy buses just to be able to see yeah. as much as possible because it was like so yeah. spread out. Oh my gosh. So what was it like cheering in that stadium? It's, it was pretty wild just because I thought it would be, so at StubHub, it's hard to hear. And I mean, you guys know, like on the sidelines, you can barely hear your teammates yelling at you to like do whatever sideline to do. Mm-hmm. But because I think it was so big and we were really far from the fans, like there was a good amount of space from where we were standing to where the fans are sitting. We, I feel like I could literally hear my teammate at the end. <laughs> like, <laughs> so it was pretty crazy because I think we were anticipating having to like really yell at each other to communicate through our line, but we really didn't have to. They're proper in London, you know, they're very quiet. Yeah. <laughs> Is it time to yell? Tennis clap, okay. you know, like. <laughs> they're like, snaps for a touchdown. Right. <laughs> so did you get to do like a pregame or was it more or less like quarter changes or was it all sidelines? Like, was it kind of like a home field game for you yeah, guys? Yeah, they, they, they treated it kind of like a home game. We had a pregame performance. We got to perform, um, I believe, two routines routines during in-game and then obviously our sidelines there was no other NFL team there cheerleaders just you guys Uh, there was the Jack okay yeah they had a couple girls there from their team they were there for promos we actually got to see them because they're we did promos before the game and we got to like dance where the fan it was like a fan zone so we got to dance where the fans were, and we met some of the Jacksonville cheerleaders. Super cool. Well, that's the thing. It's almost like you for certain things, like obviously sightseeing, you can get a lot of memories and from taking pictures. But the performances and things like that, it's almost like unless somebody catches you in the shot, it's like, dang it, I don't yeah. have any footage. <laughs> yeah, some of my teammates' family actually went to London, so I think like some of them got some footage of us. Um, dancing, and then also our photographer for Chargers got us some really cool pics during the game. Oh, nice. Which is really- Sounds yeah. like you had a great first season in the NFL, you know? Yeah, yeah I really did. That's why I always tell, like, my family, like, I got really, really lucky mm-hmm. because it happened often, you know? So I'm extremely grateful. Nice. <laughs> cool. Do you guys have heels yeah. on your boots, like, for the Chargers? We a little, not as big as your guys'. They changed to flat boots this year, so Mm -hmm. it was a huge difference in, I think, choreography of what they can do. But yeah, you remember Sunrose's boots. They're high and awkward and ugly. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of not ugly, but just kind of not the best to dance in. Right. Well, especially, I'm telling you, nobody knows unless you've experienced it, but NFL games are long. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And like having to, you know, look pretty, dance gracefully for that long of a quarter I was my first game I was like wow this is this is something else I was not expecting <laughs> no it's so true though I remember like rookie season just that um and even year to year it's always that first game 
that if unless you pop like a a leave or something you'll wake up like a train hit you the next day it's just that total hangover for the first game you need like three days recovery it's like a vacation from vacation you need a vacation from the game it's so it's just like you can think you're in shape until you're constantly moving for three hours straight (laughs) when you did warriors were you guys kind of like on the field on the field on the court the whole time or were you coming out for your performances and going back in a locker room Uh, so for I was lucky enough that I got to sit on court because remember that was a thing before in the NBA. Yes, like, which I was like loving, and right. then they made everybody disappear. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's so um, actually, I honestly, I as much as I missed it, it definitely hurt my hips because like we had to sit crisscross applesauce. Ooh. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, the hard and, court. and sometimes we could, like sit on our knees, but it's just it doesn't look as good. Look, and then I've had a, like I had a couple players fall on me. Right, it's because you guys would sit like below the hoop, right? Kind of Am I like, making yeah. that up, or to the side of like mm-hmm. the. Mm-hmm. But I've seen some media guys getting taken out pretty bad, so I wouldn't want to be there. Those guys are huge, yeah, like almost bigger than yeah. our football players. You know, they are kind of, yeah. yeah that's so true. But I remember when I danced um, at well, dance when I cheered at Georgetown when I was in college. Um, yeah. We were also like right there on the court and. It, that's where I got it bad, where I'm just like so, you're just so part of the action because it's all just like right there. And I just, I mean, I didn't love getting trampled or anything, but it's just when they moved us back to like have a signage in the on the court side, I was pissed because I was like, what are we here for if we're like so far <laughs> from the action? And, you know, but it did become a little bit safer. But to be in the aisles or the tunnels and I was just like, this is not right. They're moving us all the way from the action. But I can imagine that being on their knees, sitting crisscross applesauce. Yeah. Ow, that's not comfortable for any extended period of time. Mm-mm. Right. I, I definitely loved it, and, and we're so lucky that we got to experience it. But, yeah, for NBA, we would go out for intros and then go back into the locker room, change into our uniform for whatever routine, and then go back out, do the dance, and then go back in the locker room. So we had a lot of downtime compared mm-hmm. to NFL. It was like the whole time. But at least you were in the whole game. <laughs> bathroom <laughs> no water breaks sometimes no. and you were in LA though so at least the weather yeah. you, you weren't fighting the rain yeah. and the wind and the hopefully yeah, you weren't yeah. did you have rain yeah. games no we never had a rain game we had a, like two winter games but it wasn't that cold for me because I'm you know I'm from the Bay Area so like I'm okay with 60 degree weather mm-hmm. you know but some of the so like my SoCal teammates they're like it is so cold <laughs> They have no idea. <laughs> Jada must have been like, oh my gosh, because it was pouring rain at Pro Bowl. Oh my goodness. It was cold and wet. And <laughs> what was her hair? Like, she looked so cute. I know, oh, I know. When she braided it, yeah. No, they looked so happy, but I was just, I felt so bad for him because the weather was just miserable. She was one of my favorites, actually. Like, she was really, really okay. sweet and just personable and um, fun performer to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, amazing. So, the choreography, would you say it's pretty different though do you have a preference of like I mean I have to say I even have a preference of NBA choreography to NFL yeah I mean so I mean obviously I think I would pick NBA dancing just because it's more my style and expressive I feel like and with NFL I I do appreciate how clean and how everything is very visual yeah true very true but yeah definitely I mean NBA dancing is just it's almost like you're at a competition, you know? It's just... Hmm. That's a good hip. way of putting it. You can do more styles. I mean, Chinese New Year, I forget. I believe it was like the 
Brooklyn Nets or one of the New York teams. It looked like they did like a whole Chinese New Year themed thing. I've seen Bollywood styles. Yeah. I mean, they just get to do so many different, a lot more creativity yeah. than you can pull off with NFL, I think. Mm-hmm. We had like one yeah. Mamma Mia Hispanic themed dance and it was just <laughs> yeah. like, but we're yeah. doing it in our regular uniform. So it's like, does this translate for you? I hope so. Like, anyway. the Seahawks could do more stuff like that but they just kind of don't don't or didn't (laughs) maybe it'll change can we talk about like NBA China I mean we've been on this international kick but love to hear just how you got selected for that and kind of what that experience was like just everything so do you want me to talk about like NBA China when I went with Warriors or when I went by myself oh dang I didn't realize it was both so yeah I've had a couple international trips with Warriors one was Oh, got so, it. Mm-hmm. A lot of Kobe fans, and then a lot of Stephen Curry fans, obviously, and they're extremely passionate about basketball, which is so cool. And the culture there is a little bit different with dancing. The girls, how do I explain this? Their energy is amazing, but just the style is different, you know? But mm-hmm. they are trying to bring that NBA cheerleading style to China. Mm-hmm. So that's why I went back in November of 2006. I got to go for a week and I did a couple master classes there and I'm actually working with them again this year but I'm just going to be sending them routines to do for their whatever teams that they want oh interesting they love the way that NFL cheerleaders dance NBA dancers dance so yeah they seem it seemed like they're all over it and I just was trying to understand like it's hard to get from articles that's why we're like so excited to talk to you did you get the sense that they did dance classes but it was just a different style of dance or just the overall style of the way of movement for uh, the women in China was just different yeah I think it's I think it's all of that honestly I don't think they have NBA quote-unquote and NFL training out there so they I think they tried to mimic our style based on what they basically can pull from videos and things like that and yeah they just kind of put their own twist on it I think I talked to Sunrose a little bit about when she joined you oh yeah yeah, I completely forgot about that. Yeah, but she, I think she was just trying to describe the same thing that you are, where it was just like, uh, they clearly had a style and it was just different. So they'd be doing the move that you taught, but just in different. a completely different way, if that makes sense. I any feel sense. like it'd be kind of frustrating, to be honest. To teach in that way? Yeah, to teach. Like you said, not even bad habits, but they're trying to capture the style and they're like yeah. not getting it, you yeah. know? Yeah, it's definitely, that's some, I think it's just also a culture thing. I could be Completely wrong on this, but I feel like it's frowned upon a little bit, maybe to be like too sexy. I don't know. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. I've seen them do like sexy moves, like when they showed me some of their routines and things like that. And obviously, women are just sexy in general, so go us. Yeah, right. Like a different culture there than it is here. And did you find that there was even on top of just being sexy that there was a stigma against cheerleading, or are they embracing it more as that's an acceptable thing? Got you. Like, not really a thing yet. 
sounds like the interviews that we just had with um, women that started their own pro cheerleading or dance groups in London, where it's starting to catch on, but they're still reshaping perceptions and trying to kind of build appreciation slash acceptance of this is a real thing and it can actually, you know, has entertainment value and stuff like that. So it really still is in the beginning stages. It, It makes a lot of sense, I think, from videos, at least that I caught of performances. I think there was like a team that was selected to perform at a Lakers game and uh-huh. huge deal for them. Like they were interviewed and saying how big of an honor it was and but you could still see that it was like, you know, in development in terms of probably like nailing it, but a great job. To answer your question earlier, I didn't even water down my stuff because I was like, if they want like NBA dancing, I'm going to just give them what like, you know, how I interpret that. Mm-hmm. And so I, I asked to obviously explain how to do it and like the style with it but obviously there's a language barrier oh, that's for me right. to really yeah to teach yeah for me I, I wish I could speak Chinese honestly I tried <laughs> I tried even speak like the counts in Chinese and then I just got confused and I was like never mind <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah, because I mean, between just the style differences and then language barriers. But I love that you just brought it exactly how needed to be brought. I mean, just like. Sugarcoat it. Yeah, like this is kind of. They want to know. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Look at you, Mrs. Worldwide. (laughs) Mrs. Worldwide, literally. I just want to help and spread as much knowledge as I can to anybody that wants it, you know? Mm -hmm. Because it's a experience for me to be in this industry. So I just try to help as many people as I can. That's awesome. Did you teach pro cheerleading audition workshops? I think you mentioned that earlier. Do you do you still do that or? Um, no, I haven't done it year, but I used to do it when I lived back at home. And because it's kind of like that time of year where everybody's like trying to prepare for auditions and um, taking uh-huh. prep classes. Did you kind of like package a not a secret of how you make a team, but how did you approach teaching? Brittany and I go back and forth of like the value in obviously people just taking class or information from people who've actually been in the industry is a great idea. But, you know, we just imagine there are times when people may not be there yet or trying to, um, you know, help people. And how do you navigate that? Exactly. Are you just Uh, up front with them being maybe not ready in a certain area? Yeah, I try to be as honest as I can just because I mean, you guys know, like, the entertainment industry isn't for everybody. And, Mm -hmm. unfortunately, it is based sometimes on how you look. And I've always said that. And so I definitely am open when, like, people ask me, like, oh, well, what if I'm not, you know, physically ready? And I'm like, well, then that's okay. Like, you should still go. But you have to go in knowing that maybe it's not your time yet. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. Or that you're going to get feedback about your body and you're going to have to take it and just use that for next year. But you got to see where you're at. That's what I was telling Makiba today, actually, is that I would advise anybody, if they're interested, just to audition to then get feedback. Or just even like going. I mean, it's super intimidating or it can be, but when you show up and you see like how everybody else shows up and then you kind of can get in your own head about it on one hand, but at least sizing up the competition to understand what the expectation is and how you need to show up and be even better or being able to stand out in a crowd of beautiful people who are in X kind of shape and just, you know, doing a self-assessment that's Mm -hmm. honest to be able to say, this is what I need to work on. So you're just fighting for a spot. But yeah, I think I, I always just preach about it being mental and that everyone's there in the same boat as you, you know? And I also give tips on like, I tell them, I'm like, I leave my teammates. I'm like, don't talk to me. Like, I'm going to go learn the routine. And, like, you can come with me or not. But, like, I am not talking to anybody. 
and I just like put on like tunnel vision and I'm just focused and I do the routine like as full out as possible as many times as possible that my body can handle and in that way you know when I have to go perform it I know it Mm-hmm. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think that sometimes people coming in brand new to the program probably think that like veterans are giving them a cold shoulder, but it's honestly like we're fighting for our spot too. Yeah. So we're like I, in our head and like freaking out just as much as in, you probably are. Probably even more. And in the zone where it's like, I got to get this and yeah, you don't have time to be nice. Not that you yeah. don't want to be nice. <laughs> um, what do you think people struggle with the most when it comes to auditions or preparing for it? Um, I think big thing is interview Um, obviously get past the first day at least for warriors and chargers and then I think people just mentally block themselves Mm. whether oh I don't look as good as her or I don't know this style this I feel awkward you know what I mean I think it's always I feel like it's always that because I see girls come to class and right when they start going in small groups I would put them in small groups if we had enough people and they would just blink I'm like why are you blinking you just did it a million times in a bigger group you know what I mean so I think it's really just like a mental block that we put in our brains that we don't know it when we're in smaller groups no, that's so true. Well, you feel like the spotlight's on you more. I mean, Aisha's class, I'm going to refer to this, when she like, go red, yeah, go red, and I went by myself. Okay, I posted that video on Instagram, and I feel like I should take it down, because it was awful, but um, it's so true. When you're put on the spot, you're like, oh my gosh, you get in your head so much more mm-hmm. than and when you, you feel like you're surrounded by people that are going to hide you, right? when you should be trying to shine out. It's so right. true. And when you think about auditions, oh, sorry, we're like interviewing and totally talking. <laughs> no, 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 you're fine. You go, you go. <laughs> no, but I was just thinking, depending, like, if people don't necessarily know their research about what the auditions process is like, and then you find yourself yeah. staring at a camera and there's just two people dancing and nobody's clapping because that's just not the way the auditions are actually managed, you can definitely be deer in headlights and that routine can go like completely out of your head for people who've obviously prepared, but just got in their head in that moment everything's such a mental game is what i've learned over the past year it's like literally what you put in your head is going to exude out of your body so if you're like i don't know this then you're not going to know it hey i love that i'm all about putting your mind in a great mental state and staying positive Mm -hmm. and kind of achieve a lot with just that yeah absolutely especially going for something as coveted as like it's just so competitive like you can't be you're competing against yourself because you have like the wrong mindset you just got to put your best 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 foot forward it's great hearing your perspective i mean we're going to have an audition prep episode i'm coming up soon but since you've taught classes it's just great to hear like your approach to teaching and and even when people go to those workshops they can be intimidating in and of themselves but you're there to learn and you should just try your hardest and to get over yourself mm-hmm. in those prep classes yeah if that's your goal and like dance makes you feel happy and you want to be on that team like it'll happen when it's supposed to happen you know dang you should just start giving speeches and stuff no right no that's like the perfect, <laughs> no, the perfect cannot... pep talk <laughs> so you said you were assigned with an agency like are you doing auditions for like music videos and stuff or performances at award shows totally living vicariously yeah. through you right now
to go on tour or do an award yes. show. I I've worked with Lorianne Gibson, which is like <gasps> a huge me just because Sorry. Like, I hell yeah. <laughs> I okay, that is so cool to me. I mean, I'm trying to yeah. go to the Danity King concert, and I'm just thinking of all the people that she's worked with back in the day with, like, making the band and stuff. Is she, like, hella intimidating? She is. I'm not going to lie to you. I Well, also, I'm very timid already in general when I meet people. Like, once you get to know me, I'm, you know, outgoing, and I can hold a conversation. But with her, I was like, I didn't even want to talk. <laughs> like, I just, not to be, like, she wasn't mean or anything like that, but just. She's just fierce. Gibson, you know. <laughs> so. so Brittany's like, who the hell is that? <laughs> Seriously, you don't oh, know. Who- Lori, I- Do I-, I don't know names. So did you watch Making the Band? No, I didn't watch that. Oh man. Okay. So she's like, okay. <laughs> she's like, don't school me off off air. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe the listeners don't know either. Yeah. I mean, how would you describe Lorianne? Oh, oh, that's right. That's right. She wasn't yeah. in that. I didn't like that movie because Jessica Alba was my, with my man, Mackay Pfeiffer, so I really <laughs> hated on her. I hated the whole movie just because, yeah. But anyway, <laughs> she was in that. And she's she's essentially like Puffy's or P. Diddy or Daddy or whatever the hell he's going by these days. She was kind of like his right-hand yeah. woman. Um, For because, making the band in the choreography aspect? Yeah, choreography as well as like uh, artist coaching and stuff. Like okay. she made these people find themselves because she kind of broke them down to like zero and then built them back up. Whoa. Yeah, she's one of those like... Intense. Intense. But she, but she, it's a very real. Her approach just stripped you of all the bullshit, and it's yeah. like she like you dance or somebody would do a dance or something. She's like, I don't believe you. Like, make me feel it or whatever. Oh, no. Yeah, just totally. Like, so, what did you do with her, Patricia? I'm scared so for I you. I worked on the TV show The Four. Oh, so okay. Was, so I just did one episode, and then I worked with her on Justine Sky Justine Sky's music video. Just even how she works, I was like amazed at how she is yeah I got to work with her on on just two things which was great I was so thankful yeah no that's awesome so going on tour or doing something like that would be kind of like the ultimate mm-hmm yeah absolutely I, I mean, yeah that would be really cool for me ideal world what artist would you want to tour with oh, oh. let's just put it out in the universe yeah. right now Yeah. But, yeah, either, like, Beyonce, Justin yeah. Bieber's tour is super cool because he actually has dancer dancers, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because some yes. of the artists just don't even really put that much emphasis into incorporating Very dancers true. into their huge stage shows. But, like, I would say Beyonce or Rihanna or something just because I love I their music so much. I wouldn't be picky, man. Anybody and everybody, even if it's, like, a small artist, it would just be so cool yeah, to tour. Yeah, that's where I'm like, honestly, I don't even think about it because yeah. I think Right. But I totally hear you. Just doing anything would be huge and fun. Yeah. And just, oh my goodness. Well, we're going to be putting that juju out into the universe for you. I need it all. Yeah. yeah and then we'll have to interview you again about what it's like to tour for major artists like Beyonce. That would be so, so dope. I mean, I hear they do a lot of hard work too, obviously, where they, you know, you may not have as much time to see the places that you visit, but it's the experience mm-hmm. of it. My goodness. So how many auditions yeah. would you say you've done? Really? I feel like that would be a good uh, locker talk is like audition yeah. horror stories or something. Oh, I mean, I'll tell you my first one. I It was for Justin Bieber's Purpose Tour. Oh, cool. And it was 
big audition after getting signed with my agency. Wow. And there was like 300, three to 400 people in a small room, a very small, like it, we could not, it was probably a fire hazard, like with how many people were in that. <laughs> how do you and, learn choreography like, when it's packed like that? Yeah, no, it was bad. Like people, there were some tables like in the back and people were standing on the tables just to see the choreographer and the mirrors so like got foggy it was like a big black small room but like not big enough and there were the mirrors were like the rolling mirrors so they weren't even put on the wall yet what (laughs) yeah so that takes up you know two or three feet in the front anyways with the mirrors yeah and then um they didn't their speaker wasn't working Oh, what the heck? I'd be like, is this a joke? Is this from, you know, Craigslist? Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it was horrible. And then so basically after we, like, learned the choreo with no music, we went to another room and then everyone, basically because there was just so many people, they were like, okay, the, ne- the next 10, go. So you would have to basically, like, run in, do the dance, and then they'd be like, okay, thank you. Like, you can stay. Thank you. You can go type of thing. Holy cow. That sounds so much more intimidating than like any NBA or NFL audition. Me and Bikima did an audition like that. Oh my God. (laughs) But not on the, like, it wasn't for no Justin Bieber, but maybe we'll talk about that later. But so did you get to stay for like another round? No, no, I got cut off in the first round. Dang. That's just because they were so unorganized. Let's be real. Yeah, I mean, I I was terrified. Like, it was hip hop that is not really my forte (laughs) so I like again mentally blocked myself and was like I can't do this Mm -hmm. I don't even know what the music sounds like yeah that's hard I would not deal very well with that at all (laughs) and I mean and different choreographers teach differently they can be like or whatever versus like count so you're kind of like what the hell is happening that would that probably sounds really bad um audio wise (laughs) but you know what I mean some don't count that's exactly how it sounds yeah. <laughs> Sound effects. Do you uh, choreograph that way, or do you are you strictly counts? Um, no, I'm actually music. Oh, like oh, I both. Um, but I go, I like bounce back off of it. Like I'm like, okay, this is more counts, and then this one's more the music and the words. So yeah, I like that. Yeah. Me too. Well, because I there's like so it. much that you can play with with the way that the, the with the lyrics, what they're saying. Like yeah, I'm all of, all for that. Yeah. So, so fun. Well, Brittany hinted toward Locker Talk. We end up closing out each episode with whatever wacky, crazy, funny stories. Brittany has way better stories than I do half the time, or maybe mine are secret and private. Yeah, I was going to say, you just don't want to tell yours. (laughs) But we are dying to hear between your time with the Warriors, all your travels, the Chargers, like any funny, awesome stories you want to share. I mean, I feel like every time you're in the locker room like everyone is just like a mess and a clown <laughs> you know yeah, that's true but, <laughs> right um we've definitely done like i think i even have it on my instagram like uh we did the running man challenge like in the bathroom <laughs> oh, cool can we link it below no i'm just kidding we won't if, <laughs> if you don't want to. was it to fergie's oh say <laughs> no no it was like that uh-huh. We're doing the challenge, like that whole thing. Oh, cute. That is cute. That is bathroom, which was like funny. And then, like, I've caught my friends, like, on Snapchat brushing their teeth and, like, you know, 
do silly videos like that. <laughs> See. No, you're so right, though. Like, the locker room, if you have time to, like, relax yeah. a little bit, you can... It's d- totally a shit show. People are half naked. You know, you have I... these crazy socks out, and, like, people are doing sit-ups and push-ups and running around and playing crazy music. Like, it's a madhouse in there. Everything's going on in one room. <laughs> have you had any crazy moments on court? Or on court? What the hell, man? Am yeah, I hungry for dinner? But, yeah, any, like... <laughs> I tend to get loopy, but like any crazy experiences performing, uh, uniform mishaps. Yeah, one of the funniest and like traumatizing experiences for me was when we went out for sidelines on the court and I called a sideline and I could not for the life of me remember how it started. Oh, shoot. But yeah, because like so for basketball, you know, we have our sidelines written out. So say like, whatever the name is, Nike times Adidas. Like, we do those two together. And then the next one will be cat and dog or whatever. So I called. I was like, okay, yeah, it's uh, it's cat. And then I was just like, I have no idea how this starts. And so I remember my teammates starting to dance, and I could, for the life of me, could not catch on. And mind you, I'm like dead center. Ooh, solo time. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, just literally screaming like ah! Ah! <laughs> 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 I mean, like it was so funny but also like so it was funnier for me just because I was like what is happening with my body like <laughs> my brain and my body was not connected at that moment so. oh that was so funny oh my god you're totally related to Sunrose because I can just see like you know she was ponytail <laughs> girl and like she ah! like her ponytails all jumping around like oh my gosh ah! it's like how do you have this much energy girl Oh my god, that totally makes me think, I mean, gosh, I can't even believe I'm going to restate it, but like, you know how you just know it's maybe your time to just like let it go, but I just, I don't know, there was this pre-game routine where we start in like the Hawks Nest end zone, and it's this formation, and we're all... We're kicking off the game, it's a big moment. This is the moment, right? Not the moment for this shit to go down, but I basically straight up turned around and did the whole routine, like, to the other fucking direction. Excuse my French. But, like, this is how the thing starts. Like, you walk out to your formation. I have my, like, sassy walk, and I get to my spot, and I'm like, yes. You know what I mean? And then I just fucking bust pop it, out. Pop it, pop it, pop it I did something, and I just completely, like, jumped out of the move and did it to the other direction. And it didn't even dawn on me until, like, probably an eight count in that I'm facing the wrong damn direction. That was probably, like, <laughs> complete meltdown. Like, what the hell is going on right now? My brain just went out of my body. No, I just had my own solo Yeah, and she told on herself to the director after. I would have loved if anybody slapped the shit out of me. Like, Makiba, turn around. Like, you're just saying, I have my own show. I don't know what you're Yeah, literally, it was like a little solo moment. The only, And I think I was kind of like somewhat in the center, not in the front of the pyramid, but definitely towards the middle. Like, you couldn't have missed the shit show that took place. But so funny. There's just times like that where you just, to the wind, as Brittany would say. <laughs> Mm. I will say. Mm-hmm. So, it, it feels like I'm five sure minutes. It wasn't as long as you thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> Let, let's hope. <laughs> as long as it doesn't end up on some bloopers YouTube reel. <laughs> you had yeah. such an illustrious 
dance career, and it's clearly not over it by any means, but just so exciting to hear about all your achievements in the NBA, you know, being able to travel abroad and for both leagues and just, you know, represent so well and teaching and just, you've just done it all, man. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for chatting with us. Seriously, this was so fun chatting, and hopefully next time you come up to visit Sunrose, we can all go get a cocktail or something. Please, we have to. We have to now. Yeah, yeah. we sure do. <laughs> I told you my most embarrassing court story. <laughs> we'll share more over as the cocktails start flowing. I think there's plenty more where that came from. Thanks again. Thank you so much, you guys. Yeah, right. have a great night. You too. Bye. 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 Welcome back in, y'all. <laughs> You could totally tell she's related to Sunrose. Yeah, I feel like absolutely. we have to have Sunrose, obviously, on the show. But you can just hear that they're cousins. Mm-hmm. I love it. She was so awesome. I just felt like she... We didn't even know she went to London. And that totally fits in with last I week. I mean, it is so neat to hear. I mean, she just moved down to L.A. That Obviously, she's from the Bay Area. But to go down there and just be able to have such a cool experience cheering in the NFL. And then being where a lot of the action happens, obviously, between L.A. and New York for dancers. That's kind of where you need to be to book work and she's, you know, exploring some... I, I, you have to know who Lorianne Gibson is. I'm going to give you some... I probably totally do. Like yeah. I said, with like a lot of just song titles, I'm really bad with names. Okay. But I obviously, I recognize it when I see them. She's Miss Boomcack. Oh. Okay, maybe that's not spelling familiar either. Okay. I'm going to hip you to her because she's... You know who she is, I think. We'll link her below. Yes. <laughs> For everyone who does not know, especially people in other countries, maybe they don't know. This yeah. is our international themed few episodes, so we'll have to give people some scoop on who she is, but... She's done a lot in her career. Like, I'm yeah. so I think impressed. it's pretty rare for people to do NFL and NBA. Just seems like you're at least seeing a lot of crossover mm-hmm. more so than before. But she was so sweet. Yeah. And just personable. And I loved her audition advice. Like, Yeah, I was going to say, isn't that our next episode? No. But it is coming. Wait, isn't it? Yeah, we're, going it is. to, we're going to Portland for the oh. hockey game. That'll be our next episode. I obviously don't know our schedule, y'all. <laughs> There's so much going on, there though. Is. We've traveled. We've been going all over the place. But just to kind of give you a preview, we are going to a Winterhawks game to watch their dancers perform because it'll be my first hockey game. And what about you? Same. They dance on ice. So we can't wait to see. We couldn't do a hockey cheerleader type episode without seeing them in action and so we're so excited to see them perform so that's our next episode Oops, sorry it's okay <laughs> but right after that we are touching on auditions because they are coming up fast and furious every post is audition workshop for the workshops yeah. the prep classes we're getting inquiries about advice mm-hmm. and what should I do what should I do so we'll share our little two cents mm-hmm. and obviously sharing some resources you know, there's a lot out there. And I think obviously for people who are interested in auditioning for a team, I would say just start plugging in, you know, yeah. hitting the gym. And you But know. I love Patricia's advice. And mm-hmm. I think that really hones into like what I believe too. just kind of go do it, put yourself out there and be in a really good mental state mm-hmm. and then just always work on improving. Year Everybody year. can improve. Even if you think they're the most gorgeous, perfect person, they probably are improving. So absolutely. And we'll share all all our other little jewels of wisdom for that episode. But stay tuned for Ice Ice Baby next week. Where can they find us in the meantime? We are pretty active on Instagram. Yep. I am pumping out posts like every other day. I know. I'm trying to keep up with you. I'm not doing a good job. (laughs) Yes, you are. You do great. But you're at Pro Cheerleading Podcast on Instagram. Um, I'm on Twitter at Pro Cheer Podcast. And we are looking forward to getting some 
footage at the Winterhawks game that will go up on our YouTube channel. We're prepping for a snowstorm here in Seattle, so yes. our minds are a little Snowmageddon like... is going down in the Seattle area. There's, It's like the end of the world. Grocery stores are empty shelves and crazy traffic, and we're going to leave before we get snowed in here. Yeah. No. <laughs> but thanks so much for listening, guys. Until next time. Keep your eyes on the sidelines. Yeah, I need you to sing Supersonic to end this episode. Supersonic. <laughs>